Hey guys, I'm Norman. And I'm Cassandra. If you enjoy this show, and we hope you do, consider checking out Second Breakfast, our weekend edition podcast exclusively for Patreon supporters. Where we discuss things mostly related to Lord of the Rings, including cast filmographies, the Silmarillion, and much more. For $5 a month, you'll get access to this and other Patreon-exclusive Dueling Genre content. Head over to DuelingGenre.com support to find out more, and thank you very much for listening. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one horn toot at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. You, you missed an opportunity to say root and toot in minute. Don't. What? Miss it. Oh. Go ahead and miss it. Yeah. I'm uh, Norman Mitchell. Pass. <laughs> and joining us again today, we have Chris O'Connor from Geek by Night and the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Happy Hello. Odin's Day, everyone. So today we're going to be talking about Minute 188, which starts with uh, Mary joining in on the stabby action and Pippin jumping on a Urukai. Yeah. At the end. Which, yeah. Good bookends. Yeah. Yeah. They do a lot here. Yeah. Or at least it seems like And this it. is a, a lot of this it's stuff with them is put back in. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff isn't in the theatrical with Mary and Pippin being very active in this fight. In the, in the theatrical version, they're much more just, like, scared children. They're damsels in distress. Yeah. And here, they're a little more active. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like them a little more active. Yeah. Because, like, we, we were talking about a little bit yesterday, they, they are putting into practice what Boromir was yeah. teaching them. And they're trying yeah. to defend their big friend. Yeah. It's really great. Like, uh, you know, like, in, in the sort of... Uh, up up on up on the mountaintop when before the the birds show up like there he's sort of like showing them what to do and they like playfully tackle him and he's like ah, <laughs> silly little people <laughs> and it's like adorable but at the same time it's like if you're a, if you're a bunch of little guys with like you know short knives you just swarm them and step 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 yeah yeah prison style <laughs> just no. shanking them yeah <laughs> hobbit sewing machine well, they they can't really reach anything unless they knock people down. Other than like, oh, they don't they don't stomach. have to reach anything. They can cut. Uh, they're they're like what hip high. They if they yeah. if they stab into the crotch or the femoral artery, they're going to kill them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just kill them out. Hamstring, them. groin, guts. That's all they need to yeah. aim for. Yeah, yeah. Die, big stupid orc. <laughs> I've got more training than you. <laughs> it's true. They do. They have a day. <laughs> oh. Uh. But size is significant. <laughs> so the camera work in this minute is really cool. The The zipline camera shots mm. are sweet. Oh, yeah. I love those. And this is the, I think this is the first time we see them since the Arwen horse chase. Mm. Yeah, I think they said in the commentary that the, the that cable shot is like half a mile long. That's, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. 
Like I remember watching that initially and I was like, was that a crane? And then it keeps going and I'm like, nope, nope, not a crane. <laughs> That's, that can't be a crane. Yeah. I It, it kind of makes me and wonder. And it's not like, steady enough to be like a, like a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But the, I mean, the forest is too thick. There's no way they could have yeah. done a helicopter. Although nowadays, presumably you could do a drone and I would love yeah. to see like that sort of shot recreated with like, you know, some of those good, like, uh, what are they? DJI Phantoms, like those high def, like super oh, yeah. articulated uh, quad rotors. Yeah, because with a drone, you could change angle in the middle of the shot. They could change angle in the middle of the shot. They could get down there and get close up in on the action without, like, like they could presumably, you could follow the the running shot, like, down the mountainside, you know, continuous one take, and then as it gets down there, it could move in close and actually get up in on, like, a a close-up shot if you wanted, which is something you can't do with a cable. Yeah. Man, I hadn't even thought about it. Technology's awesome using drones and filming like that mm-hmm. i wonder how much of like what what is the biggest possible action scene that you could think of to film in that way in like one take with a drone i oof, that is interesting. i don't know if you would be able to do it in like a true one take i think it would have to be like I think somebody's gonna figure together. it out I'm sure it's going to be done. We're probably going to hear about sometime in the next few years someone oh, doing a drone overhead drone shot like that in think, one take. I think if the anyone Children does it, like Alfonso oh, Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron. Yeah. yeah, like the one shots in that are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how he is with remote control helicopters, but <laughs> if anybody's going to put together an amazing one shot, my money's on him. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah, they're like using drone photography for, for filming is like only in the last couple of years started to... <laughs> take off um <laughs> but uh yeah i, I didn't, I, I didn't see it but i wonder that. if that's how they did a lot of the shots I, di- I didn't see the movie but i wonder if that's how they got a lot of those shots in that movie hardcore harry or hardcore henry oh the the, the first, person first person action movie oh thing? well no because that's uh for, like is it mostly a gopro it's a gopro on a person on that yeah. you can't you can't do that with a quad rotor I mean, presumably if there was something, I didn't watch it. So if there's some sort of a shot where somebody's like falling or being thrown or, you know, skydiving or something, maybe they did that. I don't know. Um, And then added the limbs digitally. (laughs) I I have no interest in watching that movie. It's an interesting uh, idea. And perhaps if they come up with a virtual reality version, I'll try that out and then puke. But until then. I I thought I wanted to see it just because I thought it was so interesting, the idea of, of, of a first person movie. But I don't know if I could do it for two hours. Just play a video no. game. They were, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of because I know that drones have been have been used pretty well, and there was, I could swear there was like a really great movie recently that had like some, a lot of drone footage over like wooded areas and like people moving around in there. And I'm trying to remember what it is. Ah, if it comes to me, I'll interrupt us later. Yeah, I feel like if Peter Jackson had, had access to that technology, that's how a lot of this would have been done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. For and a we lot probably less. would have seen more ridiculous takes. <laughs> so I then mean, the camera starts to... here and then it comes down here and it right. under this guy right. I'm just trying to imagine Peter planning shots with drones in mind well can you imagine like some of the all shots all these miniature shots yeah with the bigatures like just yeah. getting like a really like tiny drone in there with a little like a high quality oh, camera and stuff yeah man like the Isengard shot with the birds yeah <laughs> that'd be Crazy. sweet yeah 
little tiny spy drone. Yeah. Getting all those shots. I love how that, that's really opened up, you know, democratized filmmaking. You know, and nowadays, like, people that have, like, these small budget films can go out to a really nice location like, uh, you know, the Cliffs of Moher in Ireland and get shots that would be impossible without a helicopter for, like, a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is. That's, yeah, I didn't even think of, like, the idea of using drones in that way. I hadn't, I don't know why, that just didn't even occur to me. <laughs> Until just now. Thank you. You've changed, you've changed the way I'm going to look at so many things now. It's like, how did they get that? Keep an eye out. You'll, you'll see it. If you know what you're looking for, that you'll see it in more and more movies these days. Well, have you seen that, that, um, that YouTube video of the tigers chasing the, the drone? Yeah, and they're trying to swat it out oh, of the have air. Have you seen like the drone footage? Because that's incredible. Yeah, I've seen some of that. Yeah. It, the, yeah, I, I just... I wonder how many they ruined before they got the shots. That they, got. <laughs> they got just like a hair too close to the tiger oh. and it just wiped it right out of the air. Oh man. I'm like, could you imagine the, uh, like a uh, drone, like there's a, um, a thing that people do in drone photography and flying where you put on VR goggles to pilot the thing. Like you have a controller in your hands, you put on goggles so that you're in first person view as you fly. Could you imagine like taunting a tiger in first person view with your your little quadrotor? And you get really into it and then it spooks you and it swats you out of the air. (laughs) And you're like, you know, you're like a a couple hundred feet away in a safe place, but you still fall over like, oh, that was terrifying. (laughs) I imagine it would be. I imagine it would be really scary to see that in first person. Anyway, we got completely off track. (laughs) Oh, that happens occasionally. (laughs) We didn't even talk about the great knife throw at the beginning. Ah! Oh, the uh, Boromir's dagger toss. Oh, that's so good. Right into that guy's neck. Yep. The turnaround shot of that dagger, I always think looks so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, the way they would have done that is, like, the, the, the dagger in the air is digital, and, like, the, the stunt guy already has it there in his neck and then turns to reveal, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is the same way to do a shot we're going to see tomorrow. Yeah, digital, like, oh, man. Like, it's one of those things that I remember, like, in, in by this point, you know, 2000, what was it, 2001? But yes. By this point in films, like, it had been established that, like, all through the 90s, like, after Terminator 2, everybody was using digital, like, way too much. And it's like, you know, it got, it was getting pretty bad. Like, you know, cheap movies were starting to use digital, like, way too much, and it looked terrible. But, like, this movie and um, a couple of, like, uh, like samurai movies out of Japan, like, they came up with a really sort of innovative, sort of unnoticeable way that you can use digital effects for something as simple as a sword fight, where, mm-hmm. like, you know, shots that would have been impossible in the past, uh, you know, you can have somebody full force swinging something at, like, uh, at somebody else um, from a camera angle that would have previously been impossible because you give him like a sort of short stubby sword or like he's throwing nothing and then in post you insert the rest of the sword blade or you insert the flying axe or the in this case the flying knife and it, it looks amazing. Yeah, and something that's in really fast motion, it's going to be really hard to notice that right. it's a digital effect. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. when it's something small and metal. Just because... Photoshop, blur, blur, motion blur, blur. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Like Legolas's arrows. Yeah, like yeah. you can't really tell that those are digital. Oh, I mean, you can if you look really close, but for the most <laughs> part, you can't really tell. No, you you can't. <laughs> Especially not in that great wide shot. I love it. Oh, man. Oh, I love man. that shot, which apparently was originally a nine arrow shot. Yeah. Yeah. He, Pete, Peter took the joke of just swarms of things running at him and dying yeah. a little further. 
in the in the original cut of that shot. That's so funny. And then they just trimmed off the last three. They should be extended. <laughs> and in the theatrical, the I think you said in the theatrical, there's only three. Yeah. yeah. So in the extended, even, there's even six. then, I remember when I saw it in theaters, I was like, "That's amazing!" And then you see it in the uh, in the extended cut, and you're like, "That is twice as amazing." <laughs> right? But originally, it was the three times as amazing. Shot, like. <laughs> It's hilarious. They should put the whole three nine hour not nine hour nine arrow shot up on YouTube. That'd be worth shit worth seeing. It would be. Uh, it really yeah. would be because I wonder what the next three pratfalls look like. <laughs> yeah, I don't because it got kind of dramatic there near the end. Like they, they were get, they like, were really going out of their way to die. <laughs> yeah. I like the one that falls towards the it's camera. Like, That's my favorite shot. Like, where would? Because that one is like turning to run away <laughs> from him, and like Liz just says, "Sorry, wow," puts an arrow in his back. <laughs> Oh man! And then yeah, we see like let's save like, Aragorn. Yeah, I love the I love the smooth action, and it is it is kind of it 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 is like a little um, when you find out that it's all, you know the arrows are all digital. I mean, it makes sense. Obviously, you don't want to shoot arrows <laughs> at people, even right. like even even for They're just like nerf a, arrows. They're just painted green, so they can just <laughs> take them into a Kurosawa post. movie. We're not going to sh actually shoot arrows at people. Um, which, if you didn't know, like the way they used to do arrows in movies is you'd get an expert archer, um, and then your whoever was being shot would have like a plank of wood under their shirt, and then the expert from off screen will fi actually fire an arrow and thock it into the wood under their costume. Like if you ever watched Seven Samurai, anytime somebody gets hit with an arrow, they're actually being shot at. That's it's crazy. very scary. Yeah, I, uh, it's amazing. You have to have a lot of faith and trust in not only that expert archer. But your director to have made sure you're in the same, in the right place. That's yeah, because it would suck to have to do that again. Yeah, uh, no. or to not be able to do it again. Yeah, but it it is kind of interesting. Like we we talked the other day uh, about uh, his, you know, the sort of um, revitalization of historical European martial arts and and historical martial arts in general. Um, and like in this shot, you know, this great like six shot, you know, like Legolas has got a pretty good rate of fire. He's like getting an arrow off every like one point something seconds. But to anybody who's been paying attention to the internet in the last couple of years will know you can of course shoot much, much faster. Um and yeah. I think I think in the movies, I think like in the Hobbit movies in particular, they may have sort of adapted this a little bit, but like everybody will know from a couple of years ago the viral video of uh, that guy, uh Fastest Forgotten Archery, Mr. Lars Anderson. Uh he he he's like, you know, sort of um piecing together from from old texts that uh you know rather than keeping your your arrows on the, on your back quiver and reaching for each arrow in turn and reach and knock and shoot and reach and knock and shoot that you just hold the arrows in your hands um <laughs> like you know sort of a, a a way to step your your game up is to hold like your extra arrows in your bow hand and then draw okay. from and then take them from that draw loose yeah. or hold them in your draw hand so that you just kind of put it on draw shoot Draw, shoot, draw, shoot. Um, yeah, and learn is... and learn to shoot from in between all four of your fingers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty complex and like those videos are fun and it's really impressive and it, he does some cool stuff like the I love the uh, the the shot where somebody fires an arrow at him slowly and he catches it and then shoots it back and that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but well, I won't go into criticism of that video. It's a cool video. You should definitely watch it. Um. And then, uh, but it gives you an idea of how much quicker things could be, uh, and how how well even while you know acknowledged like a couple of days ago that like the the arrow into the face and then shoot the arrow and like all the choreography here is is great and like you know this this shot is great that there's still 
places that you can go with the choreography and with with uh, the weapon and with the art and and with the filming and there are other things that could have been done like you know imagine how much faster legolas would be if like he's got you know his his like four arrows in his hand at a time instead right. of <laughs> like the uh that joke shot from like robin hood men in tights is not <laughs> is no, is out of the question but not as far out of the question as people thought well that that anytime um i think uh in the tro- in the cave troll fight he does it he does like two arrows at once i yeah. think at at some point in this movie and, a, and a, at multiple points i'm sure he does multiple arrows um and that's something that happens a lot in movies and i hate it i hate the multiple arrows <laughs> thing because that is um i mean if you think about it like uh the 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 the, the way the the bow works is as you pull it back it's a spring and it right. has so much strength built into the limbs so much weight in the pull and so much power is going to go into the arrow um you know if you have a bow with uh like average like shooting weight for people these days is like 40 pounds you have like a 40 pound bow and your 5 16th of an inch diameter uh arrow you loosen it puts so many joules into the arrow and sends it down range if you put a second arrow on there, which anybody who's done archery for a little while will do because it's fun and you want to do it, <laughs> um, your arrows will go exactly half as fast and half as far. Uh, your The power that goes into each arrow is instantly halved because you've doubled the size of your payload. Um, that makes sense. So, like, I think, I think the way it happens in the cave troll scene, like, he's really close. So it... it, it it's okay. It still it it would still deliver lethal force. It would still penetrate, but like over any distance, your accuracy would go away, and mm-hmm. event and 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 like it, you would have half the killing range and half the killing power. It's just not worth doing. It's been a while since we watched the cave troll scene, but I think the two arrows at once is when he's standing on its back. Yeah, he's like literally two feet away from the target. So yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But when he does it <laughs> later, I'm very angry. <laughs> well, you know, what what would the the pull strength be on Legolas's bow, being that he's a perfect elf and stronger than a man? Given that he's a perfect elf, um, I mean, like a hundred pounds, over a hundred pounds easily. Uh, like, have you ever heard of the uh, the English, like uh, the Tudor era English ship, the Mary Rose, uh, Henry the Eighth ship? It got uh, it like sank in the harbor, and um, in the seventies, I think they they found it, dredged it up, pulled it up, and um, like within its stores, they found like several hundred bows um, of uh, you know 16th century England in basically perfect shape. They had all been like, like longbows. Yeah, longbows, uh, English longbows, ELBs, um, perfectly like preserved in in waxed linen and canvas that they dried out. And after they dried out, they were in shooting condition. And the draw weight for uh, an English longbow ranged anywhere from like 70 pounds at the minimum uh to 200 pounds. Oh. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So like it's not a, it, the it's pretty common for um an English longbowman an English archer uh you know fighting against the French in the 100 years war to be pulling 100 pounds, you know, have, having his hand out drawing back behind the ear and firing off his arrow many 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 times a minute. Well, not many, many, many times a minute, like six or seven times a minute, but for hours on end, or at least until the arrows run out. Um, so given that, given that, you know, he's that, that, you know, humans were pulling hundred pound bows, although 
you know, uh, at the time that uh, that uh, Tolkien wrote this, they actually weren't at all clear on how heavy, uh, you know, medieval war bows were. And most people thought that they weren't much heavier than uh, like the sort of hunting bows that are 40 to 50 pounds. You only really need like 35 pounds to hunt. Um, but uh, so, you know, he probably would have thought that 70 pounds was really heavy. Uh, so I would say in the book, he probably says the Legolas's bow is 100 pounds. But Given historical context, let's say Legolas's bow is like 200 pounds. Okay. And it's not a longbow. Yeah, it's like a recurved... Well, I mean, yeah, it's not a longbow. It's 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 a complex, gently recurved composite bow. Yeah. So it's very it's impressive. Not as, it's not quite as dramatically uh, recurved and, and shaped as, as another bow we will see soon. I mean, it has to have a pretty incredible pull to go through armor, flesh, armor, armor, flesh, armor. Okay, yeah. yeah. Can we talk okay, about that? Okay, that gets to... Okay, <laughs> so you remember from 185.14 when yeah. he shoots through the one guy right in the chest where the that armor is... That is at point blank range. Right, yeah. well, right at point blank range, but into the chest, the center of the chest where their armor is presumably the thickest and the best. Because that's mm-hmm. not a moving point on the body, you can put a solid piece of crap steel. Anyway, whatever they have uh, right there. So it's shooting through the thickest part of the armor, all the way through the thickest part of the torso, out the back, and then skewering the other guy through his thickest part of the armor. But Legolas's seventh shot in after this six shot, like one shot. Doesn't uh, hit Aragorn. <laughs> It goes yeah. through the small of that orakai's back where the armor would be relatively much lighter because it has to articulate over the movement of, of the torso. And, you know, the small of the back is sort of like a space that typically your enemy isn't going to get to. So it's lightly armored compared to the, the center of your chest. So somehow the arrow goes through that, but doesn't get to Aragorn. Which, again, we've established earlier, like, they were doing lots of stabs to the belly because the armor there was crap. So, you know, Legolas, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Aragorn stabbed his dagger into the guy's belly and it got right past the armor that didn't matter. But somehow, but somehow, Legolas's <laughs> arrow does not, uh, doesn't get through to Aragorn. I have an must, explanation. Must be that mythical plot armor. I have an explanation. Okay, okay. what's your explanation? Urkais have very tough spines. Ah, that's a possibility. <laughs> Except for the part like, where, like, the first shot kind of went dead center and presumably would have gotten the spine and the ribcage there, too. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't the back of the spine. True. It was the, it was the vulnerable front of the spine. What? <laughs> it's made of glass, the front of the spine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I found a gap in the spinal <laughs> like cord. It was a gap in the spinal cord. find a gap in the orakai's <laughs> spinal column. <laughs> and then, you know... This one that hits him in the back is just right in a vertebra. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The knotty, the knot part of the vertebra. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's stuck. It still goes in, but it, it stops. So, it yeah, that, that bugged me. It's like you have this great sequence of six arrows, and then, hey, wait a second. Didn't the last time that happened, two people died? Right. He, he only partially pulled the bow. I, yeah, I thought that, like... too, but it kind of looks like he does a full draw. Like, it would make yeah. sense, like, if he does, like, a half draw or, like, or even a quarter draw at that distance. Right. You but... know, Legolas is perfect. He <sighs> he mathed it out in his head in, like, a fraction of a second. He's like, totally what is, how far do I need to, how far do I need to pull this back to, like, not kill my friend? 
<laughs> but still keep, make sure I kill that orc. Oh, it's you know, it was like, also, it's like a quarter of an inch between coming out of the front of that Urukai. Yeah, like when that Urukai has him up against the tree, is is does does Aragorn have a rock? Is he hitting him in the face with a rock or just is he trying to like punch him? Because as terrible like as their struggling. armor is, their armor still has like faceplate, you know, like yeah. he's like punching them in the armor. We do see Aragorn punch an Urukai directly in the face in this minute. <laughs> and, and his helmet spins. His oh, helmet man. turns. Great. Well, yeah, like uh, some of them, like their armor isn't isn't entirely regular. Like some of them have covered cheek plates. And I right. think some of them even have like full sort of face covering. But a lot of them do have open face. But, uh, but Aragorn armor. totally whacks the metal of the helmet. He hits <laughs> that orc in the side of the head and the helmet turns. Wouldn't that hurt? Yeah, yes, you'd think that so. That would break your hand. Yeah. I wonder if that's one of those moments where a stuntman lost the tooth. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. stuntman's tooth. <laughs> okay, Vigo, pretend to punch me in the face. Oh, punch you in the face? All right, let's go. <laughs> I didn't hear that first word. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing pretend. this. Oh, man. I didn't punch you as hard as I could. <laughs> <laughs> one more take. <laughs> Once more with feeling. With your feelings. I really do, though. I want to see the, the other three arrow shots. I really do. <laughs> That'd be great. I want, I like, want to where see... Where would they have possibly come from? It seems like he've, he's exhausted his supply of, of Urukai. <laughs> I think... I just imagine that it's like two more coming at him at the same time. One gets mowed down, the other one turns around to run. <laughs> gets mowed <laughs> down like, as well. I made a terrible mistake in my short life. <laughs> Please don't. I'm only three years old. Three I, weeks old. I don't I even don't have a family. <laughs> I think uh, in the like over exaggerated fan edit of that the ninth arrow, the ninth arrow explodes. <laughs> like, he, ninth he turns around. Arrow. <laughs> he turns around, puts on stutter shades, explosion. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> How do you say deal with it in Elvish? That's a handy phrase. <laughs> should I should figure that out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, do I have any man. other notes for this? Oh man, man! <laughs> I do have I do have a couple other couple small notes about the Urukai okay. and their costuming, mostly their hair. So a couple weeks ago, we were talking about their luxurious, wonderful hair. Yes, uh, which is apparently all horse hair wigs. Okay. So they're horse hair. I can those, see that. those wigs are horse hair. Yeah. And where they're filming, every time an Urukai falls down, they get all these leaves and everything through their hair. So every time they have to redo the take, they spend a bunch of time picking the leaves and twigs out of their hair again to read and combing it out, combing out the wig to reshoot. Uh, also, I really need to point out the prancing orc. The, the one trying to get down the stairs. Yes. He's like, because ah, it, it ah. makes me giggle. He's walking like a Muppet. He's like, ah, my big feet. Ah. He's just like, because the one right in front of him is like going like two, three steps at a time. Yeah. And he's just like, Got his arms out like he's crossing a puddle. <laughs> so I don't know if you have ever worn high heels, but that's how it feels walking Once. downstairs in high heels. <laughs> I have, I've I've walked around a little bit in a in a room in heels, heel but toe. never like heel downstairs. Heel toe, heel yeah. toe, straight line, heel toe, sachet. He really does. Like he's he's just toddling down. He's got his <laughs> hands out, even though he's still holding the sword. He's the prettiest. Muppet feet. Like he's... <laughs> yeah, it's 34 seconds into the minute. 
Yeah, he's that like is pretty right great. Right front and center. And the, the one in front of him is just running right down the stairs, and he's just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I want no part in this. <laughs> I don't want a trip. I'm not really in a hurry to die. <laughs> I'm like not really sold it. on Saruman's plan. He hatched <laughs> us from the earth, and this is what we've got to do. I I don't know, guys. I kind of want to just open a deli. Can we just like play volleyball or something instead? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got the barbecue pit with the volleyball net <laughs> for when he faces the other orcs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He bred the these guys to be the gun. champion volleyball team <laughs> of the of of Sauron. That's Middle why they Earth. don't know how to fight. Yeah. He was planning to challenge hobbits to Isengard <laughs> to watch the volleyball match. He was planning to challenge the elves of Mirkwood to a volleyball game. Oh my goodness. And this was going to be a real surprise to Thranduil. <laughs> oh, Thranduil would be amazing at volleyball. Lee Pace is huge. Yeah, he's like six foot, six four or something. He's like six four or six six. Like yeah. it's one of those things you don't necessarily notice, but when you see like a wide shot of him next to normal sized people, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like you seem like such a unassuming, mild mannered man, but you're a giant. <laughs> right and uh it's interesting to think that in real life gimli is about the same height as thranduil yeah that's true <laughs> huh. he's got to be on his knees for... which is i guess that's a part of why gimli kind of got the short end of the stick on fight choreography i did it again i'm sorry because um, <laughs> yeah, he has to that... do it from his knees yeah or yeah. standing yeah. in a hole yeah oh that's sad yeah they I had to save all the good said... ho- all the good dwarf fighting for for the hobbit Oh. Also, um, we were talking about it a little bit off mic, but how how does Legolas know that it's the Horn of Gondor that's blowing right now? It's the one time we hear it, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's like it's not impossible that the Urukai would have their own horns. Does he just recognize the dulcet tones of the White City? <laughs> <laughs> I hear I've heard that tune before. <laughs> and then like when we hear when we see Boromir blow on it. A few moments it's, later, oh, it sounds so completely just... differently. No, it sounds. I mean, it's going to sound differently if you're yeah. looking to up close as far yeah. as as opposed. Yeah, no, to I, I get that. That's the away. same instrument. I get yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's good. You're just yeah. tone deaf. It's fine. <laughs> tone deaf. That's not much of a tone. That's a that's a bleat. Uh, and I, I love, I love like Aragorn, like you know, the, the Horn of Gondor, and like you know, they they storm off down the down the hill, and like Aragorn mm-hmm. is like, I love the run and fight where he like punches the one, and then like he stabs the next one, and then like he has a great little sort of sequence where he like he he hamstrings one, and then like brings the sword up and places it on the guy's neck, and then just drags. He does a great draw cut, which is one of those things that doesn't happen very often in movies. It's like you know when you have a a sword with a fine edge. It's not necessarily the best move to slam it into things like it's a cleaver. It right. also, you know, it works to just set it in place and slide. That's how you get a good a good use of your razor blade. Like like the other day I was preparing chicken and I just like set the knife, you know, I have a really nice German knife and just set it there and drag, huge cut. <laughs> no, the uh and then like that that cut across the throat is followed up within a couple of seconds of Boromir hacking an Urkai's arm off. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Good stuff. Oh, I, I, and I love the the throw too. He like gets him thrown over and then blows the horn. He's like, burr, burr, burr. ah, so good. Just replace the horn of Gondor with a vuvuzela, vuvuzela, and a vine. <laughs> what is, what, 
What is that? Um, what is that? Uh, like the ram's horn, the 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 uh, the Jewish horn. The, the 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 it's like used ceremonially. The oh, uh, uh, the, I have no. Idea. I don't know. Mm, it'll come to me later when it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> that's that's usually how things go. And I can't remember something. It's like three days later. I'm just like, this is what it was. <laughs> Yeah, and I then I get looked at funny. I'm just like, don't you remember this conversation we were having? I couldn't remember something. <laughs> I remember it just now. Shafar. There, there you we go. go. <laughs> yeah, and I love I love the way that this minute ends too, with like uh, Mary and Pippin like jumping on the Urukai. They're like, ah, let's go. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, they're ready to they're rearing and ready for battle. I love it. All right, so I think that wraps up this minute. Yep, I think so. Ah. And and more. <laughs> Good hump day. Good hump day. I love it. So uh, thank you for being here with us. We're super excited to talk about all this crazy martial arts stuff with oh, you. Again, my pleasure. What you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> so we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. While you're there, please check out our other minute podcasts, which are growing slowly but surely. Uh, Back to the Future Minute is wrapping up. Um, Harry Potter Minute is wrapping up Sorcerer's Stone, uh, but Spider-Man Minute has just recently started, as well as Toy Story Minute, which just started last week. Yeah. Um, so check those out. And, of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Minute, which is hitting at the end of July, so that's something to look forward to. It's going to be radical. <laughs> um, and special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. I hope Love you guys. Yeah, I hope everyone has a great Wednesday, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk about uh, Bye. Bye.